No one is perfect, not even the Uggs. But don't tell them I said that. Here are some screw-ups, edits, and extras from the last episode of The Ugly Truth. We call them Ugly Cuts. But, uh, I'm so I'm curious how this new album is going to come out. It'll I'm, be I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. You know, okay, speaking of, I know that there's a lot of haters, but I freaking love Shania Twain. And she's coming out with an album, yeah. like, in two months. I can't wait. I hope it's good. I really hope she's it's good. She's not the best singer, but whoever no. produced her albums, and they were um, fine-tuned to her voice. It yes, made her sound like Mariah Carey, basically. <laughs> okay, well, you, I don't know. So you may not know the story. Most people know. But Shania Twain was married to Jeff Mutt Lang, yeah. who is a ridiculous record producer right and they were married they had a kid they named him something weird asia or something and they lived in like switzerland right they're weird weird people they were both kind of reclusive and she's had quite a life before that even with her parents dying and all that garbage yeah no she raised her her brothers and sisters yes something like that it was very crazy well her husband started sleeping with her best friend yes so that fell apart and she was like practically suicidal and then she started sleeping with her best friend's ex-husband, and now they're married. Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? It is weird. I wouldn't have anything to do with any of it. That's what's so strange. Yeah. But she obviously found solace with this dude. So, yes, he was a, a miracle producer, or probably still is. Um, so he made her huge. I, I It was completely solely the way he produced her albums that she was right. so great right and made her sound you know yeah perfect and perfect. i mean she obviously has it you know she can she can't she sing can sing a you know sing a note but yes if you think about it you know they're not that hard to sing you know anyone who no, can they're sing not. a tune you know can sing her songs yeah well i mean that's why why do you think taylor swift is so popular everyone can sing taylor swift songs and sound good i mean she's just it's just like that sometimes if the if the takeoff is really bad or if the landing is getting feels dicey because of the wind it's always the wind i'm cool with landing once we yeah, start descending there. and i'm just like oh, it's over for me the descending is the, the closer we get to the ground the more relieved i get because my chance of survivability continues to rise <laughs> if something goes bad and we're 600 feet off the ground i could make it <laughs> at least that's what i'm thinking to i myself. hate takeoff because yeah. i hate when you start that ascension and then they start turning i'm like why are we turning around oh my god and victor's not like we're not turning around and I, I know he's like we're just getting out of the way <laughs> of everything that's the same with me when we ascend all of a sudden they do those sharp god especially in sacramento man those super sharp turns yeah they're, they're, they're u-turns essentially basically oh my god and especially wherever we're flying out of you know whenever we're going somewhere on a plane we're going south and yes. so the, pl- the the airport's obviously pointing north because we have to flip around and go back the you know go back the other way. And I'm laying and I'm sitting there and you know you're basically plastered to the back because you're ascending so quickly. Yeah. And I start swallowing hard and I'm trying not to cry every time. And Daryl <laughs> he always grabs my hand. He's like, "Honey, everything's gonna be fine." And I'm like, "Just don't talk to me right now. Just let me be here. Just let me be completely terrified for just a moment." Well, and it's the thing so is, is you're ascending at the same time. Yes. And sometimes ascending feels like descending. 
to me. It does. And it so does. I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, are we going down? Why? And then I think <laughs> of like that movie Sully where it's just like <gasps> they have yes. to crash in the Hudson because they, you it's know. Like we're going in the water, people. I, and I'm <laughs> oh, like, no. I'm like, are there birds? What's going on? <laughs> you know, I know. It's true. He's like, don't look at the fuselage. Like, don't look at the inside of the plane because you can see what you're doing. I try and I sit look- in front of the jets because oh. if you sit behind the jets, it's really noisy. If you sit it in is. front of the jets, it's not so bad. Yeah, well, I choose, I, I don't know what, if this is true or not, but I choose to sit over the wing as much as humanly possible because that's the, I feel like that's the, the most reinforced part of the plane. Whenever you see planes, that center part is always intact. So I always sit over the if plane. If I do that, wings. I'll just look out the window and wait for something to fly off. <laughs> I just, oh, I do. I do. If I see a loose screw, I'm I'm like, what is this? Or, Why is this loose? And if they have like the cockpit, like a like voice, you know, oh, as where you thing, can listen, I'll sit there yes. and listen and try and like decipher, you know, like what's going on, like you know, see right. if I can be like, you know, mayday, mayday, we're going down, we're going down. <laughs> so you can be prepared for your because I want to be the first to know. <laughs> And so I said, okay, you're right. I forgot about the cookies. I forgot about the cookies. I'll clear my cash. That's so funny. I know. Is that weird, though? I guess that I, I didn't, didn't know. know that there were certain things that people find uh, bothersome. Well, I mean, one of the reasons why I won't watch The Exorcist is because our mother convinced us that demons would come in through the television. Well, I would never watch it because of that reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I it's still believe reason. that. I do too. Unfortunately, I think that's the Mexican in us because it's like, she's like, Jamie, that's demon. Like anytime there's even like a, and I've got the children doing it now too. Anytime (laughs) there's like a, like a movie trailer for like something, you know, demonic or horrible, they mute the TV and like hit the guide button so we can't see it. (laughs) You know? that's that's our childhood right there that's a that's in a nutshell <laughs> because our childhood we i just don't want them to see anything like terrible there was like this movie for a about a doll or something like that. oh annabelle yeah annabelle. yeah and i'm I just like that. what the fuck is this and i'm just like no way <laughs> yeah not my well, house i'm i know i'm I'm the same way when it comes to supernatural films. I just, I think it's just our childhood of our mom convincing us that demons were going to come out of the TV if we watched it. I don't know. That's why, that's why I told you and Stephanie when I'm just like, well, you guys are on your own if you want to go see that It's Satan movie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's, I I see, I don't think that's a supernatural film. That's Stephen King. That's just stories. I don't know. Someone just dressed up as a clown. Yeah, I think it's like more of like a serial killer, like Freddy Krueger, right. which is kind of Freddy. like bad dream type stuff. I don't know. Uh, I don't. Well, enjoy. That's the way I look at it. Anyway, no, I don't. It's not someone's possessed with the devil and trying to, you know, I don't know what they're trying to do. Actually, what's I, if you ever broke it down? It's like, what's the purpose of a demon possessing a small child? Like, what what is the end game here? Really? What are you going to do with this? I'm just wondering. No, it doesn't make any... Yeah. There's no nothing... There's nothing that's going to happen on this planet if a demon is possessing a small child. Like, wh- where are you going with... Like, if I was the priest, I'd be like, where exactly do you think you're going with this, Satan? I'm just wondering. Like, no, what's next for you? Because you can only inhabit one thing at a time. So what are we doing? I and you'd be like, know. you know what? You're right. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just not sure. Right. And so... um, 
actually uh, you'll you'll probably out be growing out of them before you even get to school and so um then when we went and tried t-shirts and the same thing we had to get mediums right well and you know his dad probably could wear some of his shirts but no actually that's a lie um listen uh ryan is a galoot of a kid i mean he's gonna be he's gotta be gonna hit six two at minimum you think so Oh, my God. I mean, he's as tall as me. Yeah. And he's only 11. I mean, God, he's going to, you know what? He needs to get coordinated quick because every athlete, athletic coach is going to want him. Yeah. He's going to, he needs to find his niche because if it's wrestling or track or football, oh, don't do football, but basketball, especially, I know he doesn't like it, but if he, if he finds something he's good at, he could play if he's good at it and he becomes like one of those ridiculously tall, huge young men in high school, mm-hmm. he could go anywhere for college. Yeah, I mean, that's just the thing is, is like, he's huge. He he's pl- like a little baby Michael Phelps. He plays things for fun. And so um, you should get him in water polo. <clears throat> oh, my God. We'll see what he likes. You know, it's just he's still only just out of fifth grade. So. Yeah, it's true. But see, he doesn't look like he looks like a middle school kid. Like he looks like he should be in seventh grade. Yeah. You know, he's that he's he looks like he's and he hasn't even full hit full puberty yet. No, it's going to be crazy. So that's what I'm saying is get that kid into a multitude of sports to see if anything sticks. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, he may not have the competitive bug, but there but but sports like water polo or even wrestling or something or track or anything where it's you're competing against yourself or a team effort yeah um you know he might really like that camaraderie and and if he's athletically inclined holy shit will you have fun with that it will be amazing he's gonna start wrestling when he gets to junior high school perfect um and he does play basketball at like you know lunchtime and stuff like that. sure sure well, there you go. Um, I think Never that, know. I think that's pretty normal for kids his age. Is to... maybe he's the <laughs> maybe he's the next next uh, Donald Cerrone. <laughs> oh, you yeah, never know. Right. Yeah, that'd really. be that'd be hilarious. So I'm sure Crazy. I'll be spending my fifty dollars per class to buy hand sanitizer and wipes, and <laughs> you'll uh, be buying you'll be buying out of everything. I'll be buying my my love for the uh, teacher. You know what? If you can throw money at the problem throw money at the problem that's always been my thing well and not just that but then like there was the tyrone woodley fight yes and dana white was so pissed off because he said (laughs) that he did like the bare minimum just to get by and his to keep the belt Mm -hmm. and that's what a lot of people thought and he said if you're gonna be a champion fight like a champion yeah, and then Tyrone Woodley just lost his shit on that. Well, the reason and, why he lost his shit was because um, he was supposed to fight GSP. Yes. And the GSP got fight got pulled from him. And oh, now he's I did not supposed know to be that. Um, fighting uh, Bitsping. That's right. I did hear about that fight so, change. Because he well, says, he, if you're going to fight like that, then screw you. You're not going to fight GSP. 
Well, that makes sense because I saw the little blip of the press conference where Dana White, who looks very red right now, because he must have been his blood pressure must have been out of control that night. Well, that was a big um, fight night. <laughs> he, yeah, it was. Um, he was like, they're they're saying, oh, so is the Bisping GSP fight? Is that le- is that legitimately like happening? He goes, yep, yep. Next, like he yeah. was, he must have been really pissed about that. And Tyrone Woodley now is demanding a public apology, or he's going to start leaking dirty laundry. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, what is what does that do? Like, why would you threaten someone? You better apologize to me publicly or I'm going to leak dirty laundry. Like we live in a world where all we know is dirty laundry. Like you're not threatening anything. Like that's all we live in is dirty laundry. Now it's like a sea of clothes in this world. We don't care. No one cares. Like when don't, when do champions start acting like champions, you know? Right. And, um, you know, because then you even get, well, I mean, I get that, but uh, who is it, Mighty Mouse? Uh, yes, Demetrius. Know, he starts talking shit, too, because they're well, talking about getting rid of his... <laughs> his weight class? His weight class. Well, yes, that is a that is a kettle of fish that is deep, because there's a, there was a lot of crap going on with poor Demetrius. He's basically, he, there's no one else to fight. He's fought everyone. And he's he's apparently pound for pound. He's the he's the most proficient fighter in the UFC, if not the world. Um, And so and a lot of people agree with that. There's no one that can match his skill set at that weight class. And so uh, but Dana, there's no money in it. No one cares about the the, that little weight class. Well, It's like what? One thirty five. Yes. It's. uh, Yeah. It might even be lower than that, actually. Um, but it's, it's, it doesn't sell tickets. It's not a pay-per-view seller. And so Dana White's like, he doesn't put any marketing behind it. And even though this guy is world-class, there's just no money in it for him. And so that's, there's no, so it feels like there's no respect. Right. Which I can understand. You're putting your body on the line to fight and you make probably nothing compared to a heavyweight. Oh, totally. And and you're not even being supported by the league that you're fighting in. So, you know, for me, I, if it was me, I mean, I would be weighing my options at Bellator or other other arenas because if you're not getting paid at UFC, that's not the only game in town. There's other ways to make money doing this as a living. I know that UFC is the most, the biggest, but there's got to be other there's got to be other options. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to Mighty Mouse. He is really really good and i do like watching him fight but realistically i'm with dana i would not pay 60 dollars to watch him be the title fight i I just wouldn't i just wonder if it's that hard for him to gain the 10 pounds to go to 145 he's like 5-1 that he'd look like a blob if he yeah but i mean if you look at like tj dillashaw and cody garbrandt they're not big guys they're little no they're one they're 145 for sure you know they're like you know 5-4 yeah, but that's a lot. So, I mean, you're right, though. He could he could attempt to go up a weight class. I just don't know if he physically could. I just don't know. He's so short. But you never know. I mean, who knows? There's a lot of people who are super short that don't weigh 135. So, you know, as far as athletes. So, who knows? But, yeah, it was, it was a bad thing to watch. It was bad to watch him be interviewed. It was the whole thing. It, it, it did not, unfortunately, it left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, even though you know, there was a new champion. It didn't feel very celebratory. So, you know, maybe, and I'm just wondering if they had the, they anticipated it going a certain way. 
Uh-huh. Like they knew that maybe Cormier was going to, you know, get knocked out or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. or something like that. Or maybe they thought they was going to go all five rounds or something because that's yeah. how it went last time. Right. Um, and they just it just was handled poorly. Yeah, it was handled a little chaotically, but, you know, a bunch of dudes. You know, so. there's no there's nobody's mother and they're going, hey, listen, gentlemen. Let's get this. Let's get this figured out. Seriously, let's clean this mess up. But I, there's no women that none of those none of those uh, number those round girls went in there and said, "Hey, guys, all right, that's enough." I just now let's just get this left, together. I was just left with the feeling that Cormier really needed a doctor, and so, I, I I agree. I agree. Um, well, he he obviously got. He got the he help got he the needed, help, yeah. and mm-hmm. and he um, it just wasn't fast enough. And he released a statement too, and he, did. he wished you know John Jones well. He you know apologized to um, uh, Big John, Big John, because yeah. he did throw his hand. But um, he did. You know, it, it sounds like there's there's you know nothing but love for everybody all around. Yes, so. I think it. it, it uh, luckily, once everything simmered down, everybody's you know the cooler heads prevailed and yeah. and all is you know all is well. Hopefully, you know he. Man, I, I hope Cormier didn't sustain significant long term. That was a big kick to the head. With a shin. Well, it's like getting hit with a bat, man. What I read actually is he's considered moving to heavyweight. Cormier. Yeah. I heard John Jones was going to go to heavyweight. God, uh, they can't both go. <laughs> they can't. Cormier is 38 years old. I just wish that, you know, there's something about, you know, when fighters hit 36, it starts getting dicey to me. I just wish they would consider it. I get it. You know, they're men. They can do whatever they want, you know, even women. But I'm just saying, oh, man, that just seems like risky. Yeah, but a light heavyweight risky. cut for him is hard. I mean, it he would, looked hard. He does. It looked he looked so gaunt. You he know? did. But he, he really does, did. He does do better. I think probably I bet you he would do better a little heavier. I agree. So, I agree. Well, maybe and, we'll see. But that's going to be another weight class as far as females go, where it Mm -hmm. probably just lacks good fighters. Yeah, well, you know, they're adding a bunch of weights. They're they're adding a bunch of weight classes because of the new rules on weight cutting, which I think is a good thing. No, I I mean it it is good. You know, champ. You know, a bunch of champions. Well, you know, what title belts may just not mean as much in certain weight classes, but it, it at least it gives everybody an idea of who's sitting on top. You know, and then and then you just fight towards the belt. At least you have a goal to fight towards, you know, even if there is several weight classes. Who cares? I mean, it just means more athletes get an opportunity to compete at a high level and we get to watch it. So those are the ones. Yeah, you don't want a thong that is completely gone. That would be frightening, wouldn't it? That would be a butt that would not that you would not want to challenge. That's a lot. Well, I mean, and who wants to pull that out? God, there's you know there's some pig that'll do it, but yes, in general, I wouldn't want to do that. Um, but yeah, their cotton underwear is actually really comfy, and it, you know certain brands. I mean, you know they wear out just like anything. So, but um, I don't know when they're five for twenty five. I think it's worth it. Yeah, personally. But oh, don't do that to uh, what's the one that is uh, <laughs> the really really touchy feely one. It's like the, the love happens or the love, uh, not the love happens. 
It's it's the post. It's the oh, the page. Oh yes, uh, yes, the touchy feely uh, stories. Like yes, yes. I follow it. It's it, it's love happens, and it, it, I think that's the name of the page. And then they post all these variety of of sweet stories. I've seen a couple. Where I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> or I'm it. just there like, was a couple. Yeah, where people are just like they were homeless, and then they finally uh, found their place. And I'm just like, how do you let deal. your how do you let yourself be homeless when you have a child? You know, or say <laughs> something like that. I'm like, I'm super judgy. Yeah, so. I've seen a couple like that, and I'm like, I don't feel any love for this whatsoever. I'm more like, someone call the authorities, <laughs> deal with this situation immediately. Like that's yeah, cruel. I'm with you. Yeah, it is cruel. Don't so. post it on fucking social media and we'll be fine. <laughs> That's the other thing. I'm like, I'm like, you know, just because these things happen doesn't mean that you're required or you're, you know, someone's telling you, you better post that on social media. You know, it's okay to do things and not let people know about it. God forbid. I know. I know. I know. I, <laughs> I think the same thing. So. Oh, that's because we're related. Thanks for checking out this week's Ugly Cuts. Join us for an all-new episode dropping every Sunday on your favorite podcast platform and, of course, UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. 